All right, everybody, welcome back to the Woodscast. I am Big Shay, and this is a podcast where two dudes who are Tolder Brothers uh, sit around, drink too much, and shout into the abyss about shit that annoys us. As always, uh, everything is made up and the outline doesn't matter. With me, uh, per the usual, is little Justin. Uh, what's going on there? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. That is appropriation, and I will not stand for it. Right. One of Shay's friends dropped those nicknames on us, and we both were like, oh. oh like that it. makes me uncomfortable. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of like when somebody wanted to put, uh, wanted us to call the podcast Into the Woods. Like, yeah, no. Into that's... the woods is like no, no. Why does no, it? No, 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 no. Why, why? Why are we inside? The, la- me? the, la- the last thing my podcast needs to, to insinuate is penetration. We're good on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Things are good. Things are good. Saw Suicide Squad. Shit was dope. Yeah, we're, uh, we're gonna have to talk about Star. Did you watch it? He, yeah. He 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 unnerves me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So it's been a while since we've done this because um. We I was I had to work then we went on vacation then you were busy. And then I, I think I was hungover, um, hungover now, just maintenance drinking at this point, just to yes. just get through the yeah. day. I, uh, yeah, I, I, well, I, I'm riding out a pretty good, uh, pretty good buzz. You know, it's one of those things like I start, you know, I'm not, the, the company will remain nameless, but I started a new job today and I'm pretty excited about it. And everyone's like, Shay, let me buy you a beer to celebrate your first day. And I'm like, okay. Alrighty. So, yeah, you know, twist my arm about it. But uh, now I've got some rum and coke, so things are looking up. Yeah, we got a, I got a, I got a kegerator that's about to pop uh, any day now. But as it stands now, we've got plenty of. Did you ever get that flow sensor worked out? I, I have it pretty well calibrated, but so the last, the last keg that went through, it registered fourteen point nine two gallons instead of the fifteen point five. Yeah. Um, now, one variable there is I don't know how much beer is actually in the keg. Like, I don't know how careful they are about like that. You know, like yeah. So, you know, um, I guess I could weigh it before and after. Um, whatever. But uh, so I figure I'll just do the keg calibration instead of trying to do it by glass because I, I calibrated it by glass at first, and it's and it's like I told you the sensors. Um, uh, sensitive enough to tell me if there was like there was a one of the connections was just dripping beer like a drip, drop every couple of seconds and it yeah. showed that like it caught that um, so I was doing it like glass by glass 16 ounce glasses and stuff but uh, I think I'll just uh, I mean it's pretty close now I think I'll just ride it out for a couple kegs and see like the, the whole keg how it measures out and see I'll probably do a little fine correction there but works out pretty good I mean at least gives me a heads up to like don't go on a bender tonight Woods you're not gonna have any more beer that's true. Yeah, because there is nothing like I. I know everybody thinks it's like, oh, you got a keg and you know it's super cool, but like when that thing pops, it's fucking awkward. They're heavy. Got to go to the liquor store, you know. So it gives me a heads up, but um, now I'm doing pretty good. Uh, the numbers for we haven't done the numbers in forever, so here we go. So we are in the 201st uh, day of the Biden administration. It's been uh, well, that's not true. It's been 250-some days. I have to calculate that again. Uh, it's been 250-some days uh, since uh, the last attempt to overturn a free and fair election. Joe Biden's hovering right around 50% approval right now. Um, it's been 516 days since a global pandemic was declared, and Rush Limbaugh has been sober for 173 days. Congratulations, Rush ah. <laughs> Justin, you know why that's so funny? 
because Rush Limbaugh's a dick? Uh, I was going to say because he's dead, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. I got, yeah, and Shay, Shay knows the, my, my friend on Facebook that gets very upset whenever I bring that up. He says it's, it's uh, the joke is not in good taste, and I said, I don't give a shit, you know. Rush Limbaugh used to uh, show pictures of African Americans on the TV screen to make uh, gorilla sounds. So, I hope he's burning in hell. So, there you go. Yep. Other not good numbers are the COVID numbers. We are really going in the wrong direction. Have you paid any cl- close attention to this, Shay? This is this is fucking amazing how bad we're doing at this. Um, I mean, yes and no. I know it's Delta variant, not great. Things are bad. Uh, but I don't, I don't follow it as closely as you do. Um, I know that the I remember I read some shit. It's really weird that the Colorado was some sort of outlier. Some part of Colorado has almost an eighty percent vaccination rate, which is pretty rad. It's got to be Boulder no, County. But, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, Boulder County. But anyway, <clears throat> something, something like some bullshit like that. But yeah, um, <clears throat> and for the first time in a while, I was uh, uh, like when I went to the new gig today i was i, I brought masks with me because like i don't know if they're gonna make me wear a mask or not right. i'm fully vaccinated and i'm not gonna have a problem if they ask me to um i did on this topic when i went to see suicide squad uh sat down at a bar before the movie and two people walked in with masks on and the guy beside me tried to get me to make fun of the people with the masks and i was like i don't see a problem with it i think it's great and he got very uncomfortable and it was very funny like did you know him no, just some random drunk. Oh. You know, yeah, just one of those guys. Just some old old timer that had been been sitting there all day. But yeah, anyway, no, continue. It's not good. Well, that's the thing is like, yeah, this it's funny that somebody was like, "Oh yeah, we got to we got to make fun of these guys. Um make sure that they uh they know that we don't like the fact that they're wearing a mask." No. But um No, so we currently have 36.6 million cases in the United States. 300, I'm sorry, 633,437 uh, um, American deaths. That's over 211 9-11s and over 150, uh, 150 kilo Benghazis. Um, that number is just steadily climbing up. The The problem is, is our vaccination rate is, isn't, isn't, it used to be like 3 million a day, you know, two and a half million a day, something like that, seven day average. Um, we're just under 700,000 vaccine, vaccine doses a day. And the real problem, like you just mentioned, is the Delta variant is uh, skyrocketing across the United States. Um, remember that second big peak everybody was like flipping out about back in January? Uh, yeah, I know. Isn't this worse, technically? Well, like, we're, Monday, we're, I can't remember what the there's. Yeah, we're so going to get there. So, like, I checked and in Jan, like January 6th, I think, was the day that had had the, the highest. We had the highest peak. And yeah, that was 259. Uh, the seven day average was 259,000 new cases a day. So so in the beginning of January, we were averaging about 260,000 new cases a day over the course of a week. And that was the peak. Um, right now, we're at 110,000 new cases a day. And that, that's just going to and that's just climbing. So. If we don't, I mean, like, if we don't stop fucking around, we are going to be right back to where we were with, you know, 50% of the of the United States vaccinated, but we still have 260,000 new cases of COVID a, uh, a day because of the variant. And so one in three, it's just fucking insane. It's because insane. there's too many issues. Why not? I, I, I don't know what we have to do. This father, all business owner, and... Uh, nothing really can do at this point. Hunter, I mean, before you had a chance, there's just a whole chunk of people that are just not going to do it. So, 
I, uh, there was a um, Kaiser Family Foundation um, poll. Uh, I don't have the whole uh, the whole uh, schematic up in front of me, but I do remember the the bullet point was that, um, and the reason a lot of people aren't getting vaccinated is because they think that the vaccine is more dangerous than COVID. Like fifty three percent of the people that aren't vaccinated right now say that a COVID infection would be less dangerous to them than the vaccine. Yeah, and that is complete and utter horseshit. Like, there's just no. Way oh yeah, that. it's like you have like a. I can't remember what the the you know last I read it was like you have a one and 150 chance of dying from covid if you catch it and then you have like a one and it's like some astronomically larger number um of dying from the vaccine it's yeah no that's all bullshit yeah well i mean i've had people just today on facebook tell me that the covid vaccine causes cancer (laughs) nice what what? i was like citation needed motherfucker yeah and the way they post it was they said if you were told that the vaccine caused cancer would you still take it and I was like, okay, holy false equivalency, Batman. Like, like, hey, what if you found? What if somebody told you if you took the vaccine, the next day a seven forty seven would fly right up your ass? Would you take the vaccine? Like, I also can make totally irrational comparisons too. You know, like, yeah. what are we doing here, idiots? Um, other reasons we should be uh, panicking. Well, I have uh, a lot of things scheduled this fall that I want to do, fun stuff. Supposed, yep. to go to, supposed to go to a, a music festival at the end of this month. Um, really, uh, really hoping that doesn't get canceled. I don't, I honestly don't, I don't think you're going to see any kind of massive shutdown or like lots of things be canceled because I don't think the political will is there for it. And I also think COVID's kind of been normalized and like people are just over it. So like, regardless, like, I think like around, at least around the Denver Boulder area, what you're seeing is all the venues are staying open, but now they're there. You have to proof vaccination to get access to it. Right. I think you're right. going to see more and more of that because I, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's just going to cancel whether or not it should is not. So basically Shane, what you're about. telling yeah. me is we now live under Nazi tyranny. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's that's basically it. Um, I love yeah. that false equivalency. Yeah, I, I know I it's, it's yeah, it's but like I, you know, it's funny too because when I got vaccinated, I was like, I bet I'm gonna need this, and I threw the vaccination card in my little firebox safe. So now whenever I'm just they, in Colorado, at least the way you're allowed to do is you can take a picture of the front and back, and when you go somewhere that requires proof, you just show the picture on your phone, and you're good to go. Yeah, I, I uh, like first... that covers the liability for the venue. It's easy to do, you and go. if you yeah. and I'm honestly hoping it means some people can't get in, so the venues are a little less crowded. <laughs> well, uh, hey, yeah, well, like, okay, so I'm I'm wanting to go to Railbird, which is a music festival in, in yeah. Lexington, and um, I. Uh, just just saw a post by Railbird saying that you're going to have to prove if you want to go into the venue without a mask on, you have to prove you're vaccinated. If you won't prove you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask the entire time. And like the day the day I the day I got home from getting my second shot, I scanned my uh, I scanned my vaccination card and printed out a bunch of copies and laminated it. So I got a cards that look just like it. Yeah, and I got them all over the place. So like I I don't care. To, I don't give a shit at all to prove I'm vaccinated, but they got all these people out there saying that it's illegal to, to require vaccinations. I was like, hey, did uh, you know? Do you homeschool your kids? No. Well, I, I guarantee you had to prove they're vaccinated, put them in public schools. Yeah, for sure. And then somebody, somebody was like, not no, not in Iowa. I'm like, the fuck you don't. And yeah. Like, it took me thirty seconds to come up with the list of vaccines that guy's kid had to have to go to school in Iowa. And I even had, I could even print out the the little check check sheet, the PDF, the you know, if I ran a daycare and or had my kid in primary, secondary school, you know, like 
This is not just hard. This is not hard, people. If you're gonna co- if you're gonna lie to me, come up with a better lie. Yeah, it's not hard to fucking check that shit out. Um, one of the other things is the other than the tyranny of living under a uh, vaccine mandate, uh, the Sturgis Spike Rally is happening right now. Seven hundred thousand people are going to descend on um, Meade uh, County, which is the county in which Sturgis, uh, uh, South Dakota, is um, located. Um, Shay, do you want to guess at the vaccine vaccination rate of Meade County that oh, seven hundred thousand people are going to come to and then and then drive all across the United States afterwards? Super low, thirty-seven percent. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's, I mean, we're okay. So, so you you don't want to take the vaccine, and you get COVID. Um, you've heard the stories. There's all these stories going around the news of these people who have COVID and have been hospitalized. Um, you know, they're on oxygen, and they're telling you know they're begging for the vaccine, and the doctors are telling them like it's too late. I can't give the vaccine right now. We've got to wait till you recover from COVID, and then they they plead to the cameras for everybody to get vaccinated and don't make the mistakes they did, right? Yeah. Um, then there's this guy. I'm going to share my screen. I don't know if you saw this clip. God, it's been forever I since we've done this. Probably have. I think I know who you're talking about, but let's let's see. It's our buddy. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a, I wouldn't say young man. He's over in are probably. There's a man from uh, Louisiana. His name is Scott Rowe. Uh, he was inter- he was interviewed by CNN. Uh, no, I'm sorry, C- CBS, CBSN. And uh, he was he was hospitalized for COVID. He's recovering. Um, for those, of, can you see my screen share? Uh, uh, I see Justin Woods has started screen sharing. All right, but I there it goes. I'm excited. All right, so um, so he's in the hospital bed. Uh, he's recovering from COVID. Um, here's where the anchor is better than I am. Because they ask him if he, knowing what he does now, if he would have gotten vaccinated, um, and I would have lost my shit. But this guy says uh, this. Sorry, let's go here. Pneumonia. Before you got sick, if you would have had a chance to get the vaccine and prevent this, would you have taken the vaccine? Nope. Nope. So you would have gone through this? Nope. I'd have gone through this, yes, sir. Don't shove it down my throat. That's what's uh, local, state federal administration is trying to do to shove it down your throat. What are they shoving? The science? No, they're shoving the fact that that's their agenda. The agenda is to get you vaccinated. You know who Mr. Scalise is? I know who Steve Scalise is very well. Roe, who is a Republican, had not heard that... So they go on to talk about how Steve Scalise... uh, Steve Scalise was part of the Republican um, wave of people that suddenly decided to get uh, tell everybody to get vaccinated and he got vaccinated himself after holding off. Yeah. Um, so they ask him about that. And he's like, yeah, I'm a Republican. Uh, I, I, I think Steve Scalise is a great guy, but he shouldn't have got vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Um, that reporter handled I would have lost my goddamn shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, now. First That's why all, you're not a reporter. Exactly. <laughs> what, what the fuck now? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> he, just, he says he just smack him. <laughs> well, it, what what you know? Since this is an audio medium, if everybody goes and looks at that video, you'll see that the reporter is holding like the mic on a stick. It's like two feet long, so he's not you know he's he's holding it towards him, so he's not that close. And of course, the reporter's all masked up and gowned up and everything. I would have just bunked him with that microphone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Punk. Sorry, sorry, I lost it. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But no, <laughs> first of all, that's that guy's an idiot. Second well, of for all, sure. 
I love the fact that that guy now knows that he had survived COVID. Like now that he's gotten COVID and survived it, he says he still wouldn't got vaccinated because now he, in you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, he knows he survived it. But motherfucker didn't know he would have survived it when he when he refused the vaccine originally. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, shut up, buddy. But that's the thing is like these people absolutely kill me with their level of like, well, it's not my fault or blah blah blah. We're going to have to make the vaccine. We're going to have to put it in cheese or like we're going to have to have cool ranch flavored vaccines or something. I mean, barbecue, nacho cheese and cool ranch. But find a way to make uh, Bud Lights and Miller Lights a vaccine vector at a NASCAR race. That would work. That would work. Yeah. I mean, the the saving grace, and I don't even know if you're allowed to do this anymore. Probably not because of like terrorism and shit but you used to be able to carry your own cooler into nascar true. yeah you definitely that... can i don't there's no way i would be right. surprised if you're allowed to do that yeah right now to me was the only saving grace of nascar is that i could i could tailgate my with my own self but no i i don't i mean we're gonna have to make we're gonna have to make it cool ranch and wavy like i to put it on a wavy cool ranch doritos or something that'd be fucking ridiculous um speaking of ridiculous we haven't talked about our favorite alleged pedophile in a while representative matt gates what's he now, been up to what's my buddy up to my dog now oh, uh alleged gates? alleged pedophile and, and um sex trafficker alleged alleged um has been on a on has he been on tour it. he has been on tour with an actual idiot not alleged mm-hmm. anywhere there uh marjorie taylor green and oh, they, I did see this. They have been going on this, uh, you know, we, we there's a lot of news that we missed in the month. We haven't done this, but I no. just got to hit the highlights here. One of my favorite highlights is that these two went on a speaking tour together um, and somehow lost money. Like, apparently they spent like $287,000 pulling off events and would get uh, and got uh, $59,000 in donations. So they're like walking around about $250,000 in the hole for this whole this whole uh, speaking um, tour, which is funny just in on its face, but it's also funny because they're both actually really great fundraisers on their own. Yeah, Bec- because they talk to these QAnon dipshits, and you know they tell them that they're gonna you know have Nancy Pelosi strung up and quartered or whatever, and they get to, you know it's all from small donations. I, th- I think um, I think the article I was reading said that Matt Cates has raised like one point eight million dollars uh, this this cycle. And Marjorie Taylor Greene had done 1.5. I mean, they're phenomenal fundraisers, just like AOC does it in like in small donations, not super PAC funds. But yeah. it's super funny that they couldn't pull this off. And they actually had a lot of like real bad hiccups. Like they did a bunch of like they would do talks and people would show up and just blow whistles until they walked away. Like they would do some fundraising thing. I oh, I did see that. I saw yeah. where they did that. That was very fun. And they just had and they all looked so pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, it'll be wild to see what happens in the midterms. There are a lot of things I think are wild about the midterms this year. Like, the history, like, the, the party in power usually is ousted in power in both either, yeah. either the yes. Senate or the House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will know. not surprise me if we lose the House in the midterms. But, right. But yeah. it, it might not. I'm just saying it wouldn't so surprise me. It's so weird. Everything's so weird right now. Yeah. Like, Marjorie Taylor Greene is running for re-election, and she does not have any, any committee appointments. Yeah. She just she just posts. She shit posts all day. That's yeah, what, all she what does. does she do now? Is that it? She just posts. That's, like, that's... I mean, she just, she just does these 
um, you know, performative news, uh, news, um, or press junkets and shit like that. I don't want to say, you know, interviews. She does do interviews with like really weird off, off, you know, right wing news media. And she, that's all she does. And, um, she has no committee appointments. Somebody, I, I want to say she was on, um, the war room with Steve Bannon and, I want to say it was that, but I could be wrong. Don't, don't, you know, but the person in the interview asked her, like, if she was to, if she was going to, would to be given her committee appointments back that day? Like, if, if you were offered them, would you accept them? She said no. She said hell no. Like, yeah, why would so, you? You're She's still getting paid, right? Oh, she's getting paid, and she, um. Doesn't have to do know. anything. That's honestly, right. that's the American dream. Exactly. No, I'm not faulting her. I mean, I, hey, 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 game yeah. respect game here, okay? If you can pull that off, that's great. But then. What the fuck are you doing in re-election? Like, hey, I owe yeah, the lib so a, hard. I didn't yeah, know that's what. an excellent. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. That's and fucking. And what's Matt Gates going to be like? Hey, I, I promise you I didn't sex, sex traffic too many people. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, what the fuck? Um, but no, that'll be wild. And there's just so much going on now that the midterms could be. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think the thing I need to do, and I don't know if you've done this or even give a shit, is to, like to stop and look. And like people will do this. Like what seats are up for grabs like what's a vulnerable seat here and there and see what 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 plays and what doesn't play but i haven't done that in in a while and i don't don't know if this far out that makes much sense no that it's i'm not fucking looking any of the midterm bullshit until like halfway through 2022 i just don't it's just just not there's so much dumb shit that could happen between now and then it's like you know so I, that's just kind of, and also for my own mental health, like it does piss me off because a lot of the politics blogs and stuff I'll follow, they're like, all right, 2022 spec. I was like, God damn it. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're already discussing how, and we're going to talk about this here in a second because I think it's funny, but like how well Trump is shaping up a 2024 run. And I mean, I, I think we are in agreement that we, he didn't want to win in 2016. Yeah. He just wanted to get his brand out there and he won. And so I, I really don't think he wants to – well, I think from a legal standpoint, if he could yeah. win in 2024, it would help him out. But other than that, who knows? But, um, yeah, there's um, there's a bunch of woo fuckery that's going to happen in the, the midterms. And, uh, yeah, it's just too far out. I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's too much stuff going on right now. We still have candidacies and, and primaries to run through, but um, one of the things you were talking about midterms and, and 22, uh, 2022, how we're shaping up. One of the things is, oh God, pop-ups, gotta love pop-ups, don't you say. Um, now, this was like two weeks ago. The, uh, the Opinion Hill, contributors, Austin Sarrett and Dennis Aftergut, oh, wow. write, quote, the last you five. You can't hear that, but I can hear that. Um, the Hill posted a story, it's like Trump had a really bad week. And not that it, a lot of this, a lot of this is pretty interesting. And I think it, it, it's fun stuff for us to talk about, because like you said, we're a little bit too far out for the midterms because they're still deciding candidates. Yeah. But one of the things, one of the things that Trump did. So two weeks ago, he had like this, it was like, boom, 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 all kinds of things that really sucked for Trump. If you're thinking about him being the kingmaker yeah. first was, uh, now this, this is an article that's posted. I just want to be very clear here. I'm, I'm going to talk in like the, the, present tense um it was posted on august 2nd so that would have been the week before august 2nd so two weeks ago now um but on that tuesday 
um, Susan Wright. I don't know her from Adam or Eve, but she was the Texas she was the Texas congressional um, uh, candidate that Trump backed for the for a primary, and she lost to a guy who Jake Jake Esley. Yeah, who campaigned basically on being bipartisan, not super Trump. So like Trump picked a candidate, she lost. Um, Trump likes to talk about his like you know his king making ability during primaries, and it's really not as good as he thinks it is. Um, so she lost, making him look dumb. And of course, I close out the page like a dumbass. Got to bring it back. There we go. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the other thing. So that was Tuesday, and then on that Tuesday, uh, Merrick Garland said that Mo Brooks is not immune from liability in a lawsuit for the January six uh, storming of the Capitol. So if you don't know who Mo Brooks is, he's real. He's a real dumbass from um, uh, Missouri, and uh, he's trying to say that as a lawmaker, he can't be sued for any anything that he said up said leading up to the January sixth um, insurrection. Uh, can't be you know held liable for it. Um, uh, Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice, says bullshit. You're liable. Um, that's problematic because that's what Donald Trump's gonna say. Yeah. For for his defense against a lot of that stuff. So that's not good. So that was the same day. Now, on Wednesday of that week, Mitch McConnell um, said uh, he greenlit the um, bipartisan infrastructure bill. Excuse me. Um, okay, that's good. You know, that's gonna. I think we are going to pass that here in a day or two. Like either, either it's going to happen today or t- tomorrow while we're talking on this Monday. But um, – the reason that sucks for Trump is Trump directly said that they should vote that down, and he's threatened 17 Republicans. Um, I'm sorry, he threatened all the Republicans. If anybody signed on to it, he would have them primary and they'd lose their election. 17 senators told him to fuck off, and they signed on anyway. So um, we got 67 votes for the um, to move that bill forward. So nobody's paying attention to Donald Trump in the Senate anymore. And this is fun. On that Friday, um, the D- Department of Justice uh, said that Donald Trump has to turn his taxes over to Congress, which I don't know if we'll get to see him, but if Congress has him, that's fun enough for me. Yeah, no, I, I really want to know what's going to come out of that because I, I don't know. I can't imagine anything. I, it's not, I've talked to some people like, all right, this is it. Congress is getting his taxes. He's going to jail. No, that's not, that's not happening. Donald Trump has enough money and political juice that he'll be able to fight that shit and stay out of jail, I think, until he dies. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's my thing. And, and, you know, like that, and that, that's, that's kind of my hope is that there's, I guess there could come something of it in the sense of like, perhaps he gets, uh, oh man, imagine him trying to run for president at the same time as like a protracted legal battle over his taxes. that's highly publicized. That would be hilarious. Well, I mean, he's the first president to run for office and obtain the office. Actually, first of all, for run for the highest office in the land and not release his tax returns since like the sixties. Ah, uh, it's like you know? yeah, yeah. I don't remember. It, yeah, was it? Yeah, it, it's it's been like forty, I fifty think, years. Yeah, I think Nixon was the first one to do it off the top of my head. Yeah, but, um, that sounds uh, right. Um, but yeah, so or wrong, he, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been a fucking while. It's been so long that it's just an accepted thing that when you run for president, you release your taxes for the last 30 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump isn't going to do that because, like you said, um, he has done quite a bit of bank fraud and real estate fraud. Um, there was – we've talked about this before. There was this uh, estate up in uh, upstate New York where 
when he bought it, he bought it for like $27 million. Uh, when, or th- I'm sorry, he bought it for $37 million. When tax time came around, he valued it at 27, 25 or $27 million. He took a big chunk down. It's very low in value. And then later that year, when he tried, when he used the property as, as assets to take out, uh, to get a loan from Deutsche Bank, he valued it at $137 million. So the value just spirals up and down depending on what he needs it. Now, uh, his supporters or his defenders will say, hey, that's just how New York real estate works. And then I say, then we need to round up everybody who does this and fucking just arrest them all. Like, the fact that everybody does it doesn't mean he didn't do it illegally. It just means we need to prosecute more people here. And that's clearly in there. Now, whether or not they can find the actual documents and, and trail it back to Deutsche Bank is, you know, neither neither you nor I are, are uh, what do they call them, forensic accountants. No, but, like that's that that shit's there. You just gotta, they just gotta talk about. It. They just gotta point it. And and I think his company will be indicted, and maybe his kids. I, I think it'd be really hard to get to Trump because Trump's very good at like delegating bullshit. Like you just go do this, and I'll reap the benefit of it. But I will burn you if this goes south. And yeah, Michael Cohen's a, a great example. Like he fucked Stormy Daniels, and then. He had Michael Cohen pay Stormy Daniels $135,000 to shut her up before the election. And then he metaphorically fucked Cohen by just leaving him to, you know, twist in the wind on that, um, I guess it's felony campaign finance, you know, fraud. Something like that. Where Donald Trump was listed as the unindicted co-conspirator. Co-conspirator. No. I mean, I don't know. Right. Um, and the last thing, I don't know if I talked about that. Da, 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 da. Oh, this is fun. Uh, and then on that same Friday of the week, um, the Justice Department re- released to Congress notes that basically incriminate Donald Trump in the big lie, where while he was talking to um, then acting uh, acting Attorney General, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, acting Attorney General uh, Jeffrey Rosen, he told them to to denounce the entire 2020 election as corrupt. And this is a quote, leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman. <laughs> so that's a, I direct, mean, that's a direct note t- taken from the call of, you know, all the aides that are on the call. Donald Trump called the our department of justice to have an election. He lost called corrupt. And then he, and then he told him like, I'll take it from there. But I, I can't imagine anyone on that side gives a fuck. Well, Jeffrey Rosen told him to take a flying fuck, basically. Yeah. They said they're not going to do well, yeah. that. But the fact that you would even ask that question would be impeachable if you were still the president. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, like if he had won that election and done something similar, we'd impeach him for the th- – they would be impeaching him for the third time right now. But it's amazing. But, yeah. But, no, Donald Trump's – uh. Uh, not doing too hot. Still uh, doing those emails where he wants you to give him twenty five bucks, and then the small print it tells you to make that a it's a month a weekly. Re- Justin, I don't gift. know. I filled out a I did something or filled out a survey or did something at one point just for giggles when I was drinking and I gave because uh, I have an email address that I use for garbage you know right, garbage right. descriptions. Everybody then, should have uh, one of those. Exactly. Yeah, it's like your dump email. And uh, I somehow I hate, it, I hate to interrupt you, Shay, but I yeah. always use the uh, email that comes with my internet account because, uh, w- because whenever I change internet providers, like when you move somewhere, then I, it's just clean slate. Huh. We'll start new stuff. I don't. Uh, 
I assume I have one of those. Yeah. I don't know. Right, right. Um, like, but anyway, it's, you know, and I still get these, and I unsubscribe. Justin, I go through the filter, I do the thing, and I still get Donald Trump asking me to give him $25. Or it's the, uh, is Donald Trump the only person that can save America, yes or no? And oh, then yeah. You, you know, you have to go, please give us your credit card information. Right, right. No, they, they ask you to take a survey. How awesome is Donald Trump? Very awesome, the most awesome, a little awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah and then then, and then after you completed the survey it's like how much does joe biden suck a lot the root dusty ball you know it's all this absolutely crazy and then um and then to submit submit your uh you know to submit your uh, survey results we're gonna need your credit card information and a donation yeah 100 percent. yeah all right speaking of fuckery do you know what tomorrow is shay shay tomorrow's gonna be one of my favorite days it's a three-day event. It's Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium. Oh, yeah. No, Justin, I did not know that. You're, yep. You only know that because you're a very sick man. I, I, I go to the places on the internet so you don't have to. And one of those places is where Mike Lindell swears that he's got, quote-unquote, nine-to-zero proof that Donald Trump, the election was stolen from Donald Trump because votes were flipped from from trump to biden and donald trump really won the election i want I th- I th- he says 81 million to 68 million so there's like 12 million votes that were somehow flipped to biden for trump as he says he has evidence of <coughs> now mike lindell as everybody knows is the my pillow guy former crack addict and uh completely batshit um supporter of quote unquote the big lie that Donald Trump won the election. Yeah. Uh, so on August tenth to twelve from eight AM to eight PM I guess Central Time? He's doing this thing in Wisconsin. That's gotta be Central Time. But um whatever. It doesn't matter. You go to his free speech platform, uh Frank Talk, and it'll be streamed live. <clears throat> According to Mike Lindell, he has the packet capture data of the entire twenty twenty election. First of all, how the fuck did he get that data if it's real? Yeah. It's not. Don't worry. No, it's not. I know. It's I wasn't not. worried. It's not. Um, but he says they're going to redo the entire election. And, like, they're going to do, like, the it's state August, August 12th is the date, right? Or is it yeah, the 13th? August, no, August 10th to, through the 12th. August 10th through the 12th. And well, no, what I'm saying is when this – because I've also seen where they say, like, well, this is the day we're going to um, – uh, Trump's going to be president again. Is that the same thing? Mike Lindell is an idiot and does not know, but Mike Lindell says a lot of things like, I'm not really sure, but after they see this, the Supreme Court will just make Donald Trump president on Friday. Now, that makes sense. Um, that Senate is doing a lot of constitutional work that I don't think it can do, but uh, whatever. But um, so during this during this three day symposium, he apparently thinks he, like he's going to go through each state's data. And show you how the, the the votes were flipped from, you know, Trump to Biden, and then he'll then at the then he'll call each state, you know, like we do on election day, like you know, we've gone through all the data in Iowa, and now we can say that Donald Trump won it by seventy five percent, which I think Donald Trump won Iowa anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. But he knows that Donald Trump won Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, you know, all the all the states that he flipped from from Trump uh, the previous election. They're going to go state by state and going to have basically a new election every day. And Excuse me. It's all a bunch of horseshit. 
So, um, what he says he has is this packet packet capture data. Excuse me. He likes to scroll on the screen while he's talking because it looks it looks very, you know, the matrixy. Yeah. Um, he might as well just do the matrix animation behind him because that makes just as much sense as the fucking data he's showing. Um, so he shows it and he says it's all the packet capture data. And if you're a cybersecurity expert, you can look at it and totally see the election was stolen. Well, the Washington Post and several other people have looked at it. It's hexadecimal code for Pennsylvania's voter file. Like Steve Toth of Texas says that Michael Lindell is being set up by the left. Well, I don't know who's setting him up, but somebody is just fleecing the shit out of him. Because he's got all these cybersecurity experts he's paying mm-hmm. to, to corroborate this. And the data he keeps showing on these uh, these interviews is just the Pennsylvania voter rolls, which you can buy a copy of for $20. It's public information. You just have to pay a fee to have it. Yeah. You know, print it out. So whoever these people are, like whoever is involved in the cyber symposium, his, his uh, you know, cyber experts, all of it, they are fleecing the absolute shit out of him. And I'm here for it. You know, Michael Lindell, the last time I checked, was worth over $300 million. So the next time somebody tells you that, like, hey, they're smart because they're wealthy, make sure you tell them Mike Lindell's wealthy. Mike Lindell's not smart. No. I, but, um, I, I don't ever run into people that think like that. Like Mike Lindell, a lot of people out here that I talk to don't know who he is. And honestly, I, I don't know it many. I don't understand where his, his base is because people that love him, because I, I don't like when I say his name, most people have no idea. But I guess, I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird one. Well, like I said, I, I pay attention to circles. Like, he goes on Alex Jones' show all the time now. Infowars. Yeah. And, and plugs this thing. Uh, Alex uh, Alex Jones has been plugging uh, my pillows uh, for a couple weeks now. Um, you can go there and use promo code Alex to get a discount. Like Yeah. There is this it's such an incestuous relationship, and there's rumors out there that one of uh, Mike Lindell's guest experts is Alex Jones himself for the symposium. On Alex's show, on Alex's that would be show, incredible, right? See, on Alex's show, Alex has already said that he will be there in wherever this. I don't know. It's, I don't know where the symposium is happening, but Alex Jones is going to take off some. Like, I guess the next three days. And be there on site with with Mike Lindell, um, so he'll be there. And the rumor is that he's one of the you know celebrity you know guest experts. Um, Alex Jones knows absolutely fucking nothing about the election security, except that he just likes to say the election was stolen. I mean, I guess that's another person that'll say that. You know, um, I don't know. It's like you said. The, the these loons are expecting Donald Trump to be reinstated on Friday the 13th, or at least the entire election. So they've started to make noises about the entire election, which actually is a rational thought. If you believe the election was stolen from Donald Trump, you have to believe that all of the down ballots were affected too. Well, yeah, but this is that thing that everyone always points out. Like they, they want to change just the presidential election and leave the down ballot fine because they did pretty well down ballot. Right, right. Or or or, or be very specific about what da- down ballot um, races they think were fucked with. Yeah. Like they think that, Do- you know, Donald Trump's election was fucked with and the two senators in Georgia because they lost those. You know, basically any election they lost in 2020 is suspect, was yeah. stolen. And it's very funny that that, that that translates to just a one-to-one correlation between them sucking at, you know, these um, 
certain races and being very good in other ones. They don't want to question any of the ones they want, right? Um, but yeah, it's <clears throat> it is very interesting. And so either Donald Trump will be reinstated Friday the 13th, which is so ironic I can't even wrap my head around it, but I think they want to tear down the entire election and have a redo of the election. So I guess my question is, is like, would Donald Trump then be the 45th president or the 47th? Because we've already sworn in the 46th. Yeah. Um, he would, but would be they call 40, that fake? 46th and a half. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That would look good. Yeah. That would look good. I, I don't know. It, it, I'm just fascinated by the whole thing, and I love it. I love all of it. It's so dumb. Um, I will say that CNN did a great like eight minute bit. Uh, Mike Lindell went on. Uh, I've watched. I watched the interview on CNN, and then afterwards, Mike Lindell came on Infowars and complained that he did a two hour interview that they cut down to eight minutes to make him look look stupid. And all I could say was like, if they left the whole two hours out there on the internet, you'd look even more stupid. So you know, count your blessings. But uh, it's a great because because like they tell him right to his face, you're just full of it. Like this this data doesn't mean what it means, and and you're you're crazy. And um, he, he he just tells them, well, I guess you didn't have a real cyber expert because my real cyber experts tell me I'm right. It's like, yeah, because you're paying them, dick, dick do. Yeah. <sighs> Idiot. That's the My Pillow right. guy. Like, I just, I, uh, oh, man. Honestly, well, the fact that the My Pillow guy has so much traction to the Republican Party tells me more than the fact that Donald Trump became president. <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Very true, very true. And and one of the things that I think we should talk about is, like, Shay, you and I enjoy capitalism. Sure do. Capitalism uh, brings me things like Xboxes and rum, you know? Unfettered capitalism is a problem. Problematic, yes. Yes. Um, so whenever somebody like Mike Lindell pops up and is, like, super enthused about, you know, really conservative politics, people will point that out to me, like, uh, oh, God, was it... Was it? I want to say it was one of the breweries. Was it, one of the West Six? That makes no sense. They're not big enough. But one of the one of the breweries that I like, you know, they were like they were a big Trump supporter, and somebody pointed out to me, and it's like, okay, and like, all right. I mean, I guarantee you, if you pulled the uh, the board of Miller Lite, there's going to be more Republicans than there are going to be Democrats because it's yeah. just a, a business path that conservatives tend to take that liberals don't take as much as conservatives. And I'm fine with it. I'm still going to drink Miller Lite. You know, I mean, you're gonna have to you're have to go a little bit farther for me to like totally give up a brand like that just because their CEO supports it. Now, Mike Lindell, on the other hand, he's a loon, and I hate like the pillows I buy from Walmart suck real hard. And I've done everything I can to like find a replacement other than buying a my pillow, and I, and I have. But you know, sometimes you just gotta. Bite the bullet. I mean, do I you sent have you a an InfoWars shirt. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. I misunderstood. Because I, I would, my... it would be really funny if, after all the shit I've talked, the man really does have the greatest pillow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Like, oh, I, I, Eagles I, made the greatest I, pillow there is. I know. I, I don't want. I don't want to be. I don't want to be confronted with that information. So no. I've never bought one. But yeah, like okay, after okay, buying good. six pillows from Walmart that go flat in a week, you know, it's like ah, you know, maybe this, maybe this crazy old crack addict <laughs> is onto something here, but. Yeah, there's other options. There's a lot of other options. All right, well, let's wrap this up with some fun stuff. We have a lot of nerdy shit we need to talk about. Um, uh, I would like to start out with the fact that I, I rewatched uh, Godzilla vs. Uh, Kong. So good. 
and I think I could give a pretty good 10 10-2 talk, 10 minute talk, 2 minutes of questions uh, that pro- that would prove that Kong is the better alpha. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But because he is uh right, because he uh is smarter and has the use of tools. Uh, there, there's a real fun part. There's a real fun part at the end fight when they're in Tokyo, and uh, you know Godzilla's just blasting everything with his atomic breath, and yeah. Godzilla's like, "What the fuck, dude? It's like your one move." Yeah, you know? yeah that's great. <laughs> yeah, he gets blasted in the back. He's like, "Ow, that hurt." I'll still never get over the scene. I'll, I'll never forget sitting in theaters, and I've got like a head full of edibles, and I'm watching <laughs> this movie. Oh, I was loving it, and this is like the second time i've seen it because i watched it when it came out on hbo max and then right. like a week later i watched it uh, in theaters three times and i'll still remember looking up and thinking wait did i miss this the last time i watched did he just bore a hole to the center of the yeah. planet with his yeah. fire breath? yes yeah. he did all right giddy up <laughs> like it's yeah. so oh my god it as to i i said this once i'll say it a million times like that movie is a love letter to the japanese flicks because they are so good it's so silly well and, and for those of you like little little background uh godzilla is wandering the wandering the earth trying to establish himself as the alpha and they build mecha godzilla and every time they turn it on he senses it because it's made with parts of king Ghidra. yeah uh, King Dora, I'm sorry, King Ghidorah. Uh, you know what? It depends on which movie you're watching. Sometimes, in some of the dubs, it's Godzilla. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. But, you're fine. It's it's all good. It's all right. Yeah. And so, like, every time they turn on this Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla, like, senses it, and it goes right there to fuck it up. And so it went there, and it's kind of wandering around, but they haven't turned on Mecha Godzilla yet. But Godzilla still, like, I guess King Kong has the axe, and he's in the Hall of Earth below Godzilla. And I guess that's what Godzilla senses. Yeah. And so he, he rears up to do the atomic breath and then points his face straight down, you know, blasts a hole in the hollow earth at where, where, where Kong is. And Kong then sticks his head in the hole and goes, motherfucker. And they just climbs right. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's so fun. Um, so silly. So very silly. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's super fun. Um, Got it. Oh, uh, I didn't tell you. This is f- a fun little antidote to the to Kong, the Kong uh, movie. Um, so that Godzilla figure I sent you is the standard Godzilla Funko. It's like the ten inch yes. one. It's a big one. That's a pretty cool um, one. Um, but I fucking love is... that thing. Actually, it's like that's as soon as I, I I'm gonna bring it into my car when I go to my new job tomorrow. If my desk allows it, it's going right on my desk. Well, and I told you that, so there's the standard version, yeah. and then they have the Neon Knights. Because, yes. like, when they fought in Tokyo, they're all, like, there's Neon everywhere. So there's a blue version of that Godzilla figure, and then there's a, a, a purple version of the Kong Funko. So I have the purple version of the Kong Funko, and I was, you know, drinking an E-Band one night. I thought, well, I'll get this for Shay. So I bid on the Neon Knights blue version of Godzilla for you, mm-hmm. and... Wasn't wasn't like crazy expensive. It was like forty bucks. You know, they sell for twenty nine ninety nine. Where and so I was like, all right, cool. So I pay for it. Wake up the next morning, and the guy goes, "Hey, I don't have that. I already sold it. Would you like the the Kong version instead?" So bait and switch right off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. Bait and switch. So I call this guy out on. It. I'm like, "Hey, nice bait and switch there, buddy." Um, uh, he's like, "Well, if you don't want it, I'll refund your money." He's like, "You will refund my money." Or I will take this up with eBay and you know PayPal, and I'll get my money. And he was like, "You don't have to be a dick. Why are you coming at me like I'm a scammer?" He's like, "Cause you just did the bait and switch." 
you sold something on eBay you didn't have. So ever since then, this guy has been sending me like the most harassing messages on Facebook the entire time. Like yeah. he keeps sending me pictures of his middle finger. That, um, <laughs> the guy that's, that is that where this Godzilla came from? No, that like I got that one from like a different store, but I was trying to order you the 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 blue one. And the guy pulled a bait and switch right off the bat. I was like, "Oh, fuck you, buddy!" And so I left him a negative. I left him a negative review, and he's like, "You know, he was like, he was like, you're such a punk ass fucking bitch." But he spelled it Y O U R. Yeah. And so of course I just respond with the asterisk Y U R E, and like send him into another rage. But yeah, he just keeps sending me pictures of his middle finger. Huh. It's like every everything I said on that review is true. You did not have the item you tried to sell me, and then you tried to give me another item. Like. It was hilarious. I'm having so much fun with it. Rachel's like, he's going to come here and murder you. Like, Whatever. That's fine. Bring it. Um, so you have not watched uh, War for Cybertron Kingdom yet. No, I think I'm just going to have a couple of evenings where I just blast through the both seasons at once. Like, I, because yeah. I need to watch season two, because I love the first one, but it's just one of those things I just haven't sat down to waste my time to do right. it. Right. It's fun. I, I, uh, I think you will be shook at the voice acting because it is very different. But, well, I mean, yeah, I, fig- I figured it would be, yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to be a little bit more shook than you think. Um, but that's fine. It's fun. It's still fun. It's a lot, you know, they uh, have a real fun take on all the origins of everybody. I, like, I, I hope the pre- the Predacons of the Maximals' existence or their origin story is as ludicrous as I hope it is. Pretty much. And like we were talking before we, before we started recording... The Transformers mythos, like so much else, has had so many iterations now yeah. that you can literally pick and choose. And one of the things I think is fun... If is... you factor in the comics, all bets are off the table. Oh, well, I was going to tell you that, like, in the trailer, so this isn't a spoiler at all, in the trailer you see what what is considered Nemesis Prime. Now, yeah. Nemesis Prime is a black version of Yeah, Optimus yeah, it's like a black clone, or yeah, it's like a clone. Right. All, yeah, yeah, it's all dumb. There, there's a lot, but in the comics, and I haven't read a lot of Beast War comics, I just haven't gotten around to it, but apparently in the comics, um, Optimal Optimus, the final version of him, that big, huge, hulking form where he, yeah. since he merged with, you know, and Nemesis have like a, like have a, a beef way back. Huh. So, like, that's a thing, but it's not, it's not in, it's not in this, 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 um, this season at all but like that's the thing from the comics that's like what the fuck's going on here but what there's just I, so much stuff what i love about this is that if anybody doesn't know transformers in the slightest this is the most confusing like oh, 45 yeah. seconds of conversation they've heard in a, in a grip <laughs> well, uh start watching cartoons noobs yeah seriously all right um did you ever watch castlevania uh, i always ask no it's on my list too yeah, I gotta do that. Really I find good. all kinds of other garbage ass shit to watch, and then I get to, like, see, I don't <laughs> oh, know I what. Know, I know. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, look at all the stuff that I know is good. I'm gonna watch this other dumb thing instead. Fantastic. Right, 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 right. The, right. Why? Because there's ten seasons of it. Like, um, you know, yeah, I need to. Then I then I get sucked into games. So, well, no, speaking the, of games, I'll tell you, we we talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, we're talking about Doom and Doom Eternal. I uh, I did the thing. Uh, I usually do. Played halfway through Doom Eternal, uh-huh. got bored with it, and then now I'm going back through it and like making sure I've got all of the upgrades as I go through. Uh-huh. It is super fun, but I'll tell you, it gets. I, and now, like our friend, you're telling our we uh, we have a mutual friend, and he loves to play video games on the max difficulty. Uh, I have read Doom Eternal even on the normal difficulties is kind of punishing. It's pretty hard. Yeah. Um, so I just started on the normal difficulty, but one of the fun things is like you, uh, like like Doom and Doom Eternal, you can upgrade your Praetor suit, mm-hmm. 
Okay. Well, one of the first things I did, and I wasn't really paying it. I didn't really think it'd be this fun, like this easy, but I upgraded all the exploration stuff on my suit. So like it shows you all the, like if you get the map, it shows you where all the secrets are and shows you what they are. Mm -hmm. So like once you get that upgrade, it's almost impossible not to get like a full clear on every mission. So I walked into this one mission. I, I, I looked it up on the, on the walkthrough. It's like the third to last mission. With 16 extra lives. <laughs> like, nice. Just something silly, right? And then proceeded to get my ass pounded down to, like, two extra lives. Completing the level. Like, there's just, like, it's just, like, the second, it's so fucking hard. Like, and the and the monsters are really good at, like, pinning you in a corner. Mm-hmm. And just life, life, life. Like, just three tick, lives tick, will tick, go tick, away. Yeah. Because yeah. you respawn right there and they just pound on you some more. It's 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 super fun. The story is super fun, but like, yeah, it's fucking hard. I don't I don't know how Matt tried to do it on like, like hurt me plenty or whatever. whatever yeah, dude, he loves that shit. He's so. Into, I mean, every he he is one of those people that um, he just gets into a game and then he likes to just play that game until he masters it. And he uh, uh, he that that was he said he's like this. He's like you know I like hard games. This is fucking ridiculous. Like I he's like. I had to turn it. I like. I was so frustrated playing this shit, um, and and yeah. So that's that's. I haven't I haven't fucked with that one. Um, I still need to finish the first one. God knows if I ever will. But God, it's good. They're so good. They're so, and, well, and I will say one thing, like the game difficulty is elevated, but mm-hmm. it's pretty steady. Mm-hmm. What makes it really crazy is there's these weird spikes in difficulty because of like a certain enemy. Do you remember from Doom Two, the the I don't want to say they're like elements or something. They would they would resurrect. They would like, uh, that yeah, oh, fuck, I can't think of the name, but I know exactly what you're talking. Right, you know, about. they would raise their hands in the air. Their hands would 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 light up with fire, and then all the demons you killed in the room would come back to life. Right. Yeah. Well, archvile. That's the archvile. The archvile. Yeah, archvile. That thing in Doom Eternal. Not only does it resurrect things, but it resurrects things with like a buff. They glow red, and they're extra hard to kill. And also, the archfile is pretty fucking hard to kill, too. Yep. So I'm running around this room trying to kill the archfile so it will stop fucking me. And everything else is resurrected and it's just fucking me. And I just, that that's how I went from 16 to 4 uh, extra lives in, I don't know, 30 minutes. Rachel's like, you suck at this game. Because every time she walked in, I was getting my ass handed to me. <laughs> Shut up, woman. Fuck up. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's like years ago. I, I was playing Battlefield, and every time she walked in the room, I was critically wounded. I was like, "You shut up!" <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget playing Red Dead Redemption Two, and Alex sitting next to me on the couch, and she's she, you know, she really likes to watch that game get played because it's just a fucking incredible game, right. and the story's great. It's it's very it's, cinematic. It's a fun game to watch, is my point. But but the the horse controls are kind of janky, and I'd have a couple beers, and then I'd like run my horse into a tree and kill kill my character and she's like riding horses is hard this game huh like, you shut up yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, i'll do you one better rachel will come downstairs and she'll be like uh we're turning this game off this game's stupid <laughs> like excuse me you sat upstairs and played cookie jam or ass jam or whatever puzzle game you're playing now for for four hours you know i just played this for two hours like come on now that's all right speaking of dumb stuff that I got into that everybody else watched. Just talked about this a little bit before. Battlestar Galactica. Yep. I asked I asked everybody on the face bases in the my books if I should watch the old show or just jump into the two thousand and four yeah. reboot. Everybody was correct. Tell me just watch the two thousand and four uh re re 
reimagining. I mean, it, if you you're know. like, the original Battlestar has its place, and it's more like if you're just into sci-fi in general, um, and you want to see like the hist, like it's a big historic thing for sci-fi, so you watch it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. It's not great. I get why somebody who grew up watching it fucking loves it, but like, it's just it's hard to go back and like even more so. You know, like there there are other sci-fi series from that time that age better. It's just ah, it's hard. It's it's not great. No, and, and I've seen episodes of Battlestar Galactica, and I will say that I am first of all the 2004 is great. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. The the special effects still hold up. They're not bad. No. Um, I've seen worse shit in a CW show last week. Um, I think the Cylons are a fantastic uh, are a fantastic foil because not only are they relentless, but we get a backstory on them like we don't get from the Borg. Like there isn't an origin story for the Borg. They just exist. Well, there is. There's like six. But depending right, on which yeah. canon you go with. But yeah, that's kind of the fun of them. But yeah, you're right. Um, I, I really liked uh, what I'll remember very fondly of that is the the way the, the, the dogfights in space moved in three directions. The shit it wasn't right. it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like uh, uh, you know in atmosphere like two planes on earth fighting in the air but in space they moved in, in all three dimensions because it's space and it was really cool. Right. A lot of right. fun, yeah. They didn't act like you had to bank and curve. No, yeah, in space. they just changed like, direction. Like, if you ever watch uh, Star Wars and watch an X-wing move through space, they bank and curve like they're doing it in an atmosphere. Yeah, Cause, well, because um, that's what people expect, and it looks cool. Yeah, right. Um, no, the the uh, it reminded me, and is very close to if you ever played the game Descent, where mm-hmm. you were yep. you moved in, you could move in all six all six directions. Strafe, strafe up and down, left, right, however you wanted to, and that's how they do the dogfighting, and it's very realistic mm-hmm. because of how you would have to do it. Um, I was actually really impressed with the story so far, mm-hmm. in that like I think it was the second. First of all, I, I started the series and it and it did like a two minute recap, and I was like, how are we recapping episode? Because there's one? like a movie, right? Right. Yeah. Right. There's a there was a, a made for TV a, movie, and then there's a TV right. show, and then there's made for TV movies that take place between the seasons of the TV show, and it's a whole big fuck clusterfuck. Right. So basically, they had this this made for TV. Uh, uh, not many uh, mini series that was supposed to just be a one off, but the producers used it as a you know ad hoc uh, pilot. Yeah, and they built off that. So finally watched those two you know made for TV movies and got into it. But you know there's there's like really fun. Like I think it was the second or third episode called Thirty Three, where yep the whole armada is jumping so they can do light the faster than light travel. But they have so they to do it every thirty three minutes or something well, every like 33, that. Every thirty three minutes, yeah, the Cylons find them. Yeah, and it's about a minute and a half it like they have about a minute and a half leeway where the computers can calculate the next jump and then they have about a minute and a half before the Cylons show up and so nobody's had more than 20 minutes sleep in like yeah, four or five that's, days that's, that so is that, a classic episode it's so fucking so they're, good they're, and there's they're all ragged as hell they're all like on speed and in and, and uh amphetamines and stuff to keep going but it's like it's it's a you know, it's a it's a good plot point because if you're going against uh, an artificial intelligence, they don't sleep. You know, they can yeah. just keep coming. Over. Um, now, really liking it. Glad everybody pointed me in the right direction. That's fun. All right, He Man and the incels of the universe. Uh, I have only still seen the first episode, so 
Are you but yeah, me? I haven't fucked with it. But isn't the big butt hurt like they do? They everyone says they did a bait and switch because like they kill He Man and he's not in it for like most of the series after the first episode. And then he, I assume he comes back. You know. Well, he doesn't come back in in the first season. Oh. Part one. Yeah. So, like you said, you watch the first episode, and and the big butt hurt from all the incels on the internet is that He Man makes the 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 big sacrifice, and I think the episode two. Yeah. Um, and so everybody, uh, you know, all of the He Man characters, um, they search for the the you know the, the power sword to bring him back, right? And so it's all it mostly it's it's mostly dominated by the female characters mm-hmm. going on this quest. So everybody who's never touched a boob on the internet lost their shit and said that they did a bunch of woke bullshit on it. And and uh, Kevin Smith uh, came out and told everybody to shut the fuck up. He's like, "Do you think Mattel would let me make a cartoon about their flagship intellectual property and not include it in the cartoon?" Yeah. Like, you think we're not going to get there? Yeah, it's second season. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, no, that's, that's say, fine. I, I love say, the animation. That shit's badass, and I assume the rest of it is, too. I just he, He-Man's never been my main thing, so it, it kind of falls to the side. But I, I watched That was that. a bit... You're, you're a little bit young for that. Yeah, because uh, that, that came out like, in 83, I think. Yeah, that was that was my that was my yeah. better zone there. And one of the things I've always loved about the Masters of the Universe world is everything so colorful yeah the toys like everybody it was a different color that's not like the simpsons where everybody's yellow and yeah whatever. it's, it's like the art style very it's very colorful. it's and it's really cool to see the new show with a very 80s aesthetic rendered in a more modern animation style uh-huh. it's right. really neat it, it it fucking works like it, I can see, I, it's funny though because especially I don't know if it continues to do this, but in the first episode, I go, I remember that toy. My brother had that toy. Oh, I remember that toy. Yeah, like the thing. Oh yeah. The, the thing. Yeah. The the thing when he turns into He Man, the big ball on the arm that swings forward and he catches oh, yeah. it or whatever. I remember that toy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like you had the toys, and the characters um, are pretty close to are pretty true to like. One of the things I always like the animation style is great, but like you're never gonna get anything more weird than that animation style in the original He-Man where they run from the fo- the background to the foreground, mm-hmm. and they make they make the the character get bigger, but yep. the, the aspect ratio is just not right, so yeah. it's weird as hell. It's like some janky sprite kind of sprite scaling or something. Yeah, right. it's, it's I, I love that shit. One one of the things I would recommend if you did enjoy, and if you're listening to this and you do enjoy the new Netflix show. And it's animation style. There was a 2002 reboot that went on for like 36 episodes. That was hella fun too. I heard that, that had, was pretty sweet. That had a lot of the the animation style is very similar to this one. It's um it's very fast paced. Like the old He Man was like the bad guys show up, He Man picks up a boulder and throws it at him. You know, it's yeah. very clunky. But in the the 2002 reboot, like everybody's like leaping over everybody. You know. Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon and shit, you know, just like, you know, very quick action sequence. Really, really cool. I, it they, was, it's funny because I never, I don't, uh, generally speaking, people, I understand people like it, but like, it never, because yeah, because it was a Cartoon Network show, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things that I think, like, if you weren't paying attention to the Cartoon Network, you didn't, yeah. you didn't see it, you know. And, um, but no, I love it. I got it on DVD. I watch it every now and then. They, they get into the backstory of a lot of the, the more, colorful characters a lot like like the um oh god is it is it like webbo or something the spider guy yeah like his 
like his race eats a thing called ambrosia that makes every, that that his race of people can eat it fine, but if anybody else eats it, that makes them super strong, like He Man. But then they like go crazy. Like there's all they they do all these deep dives into all these like really like the really most out there characters in that one. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I recommend that to you. Um, oh, I just want to say Orko is fucking clutch in every iteration you yep. put Orko in. Yep. So it's so weird. It's great. Um, all right, let's do it. Suicide Squad. So good. First impressions. Love it. The the weasel creeped me out. Uh, real hard. Yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. hard. <laughs> that a, that's his point, though, right? Yeah. That's the whole. Ah, uh, man. I I just it was kind of one of those ones where I was like, ah, this is probably gonna be good. I like James Gunn. I like James, you know Guardians of the Galaxy and a lot of stuff he's done. And uh, I was and you know and then you see the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. You're like, oh man, that's that's pretty. That's pretty good. That looks like it might be a good movie, but like, let's be real, the fucking last one was so bad. Um, and I was just, just, it's just shits and giggles fun from start to finish. Oh yeah. Like right, right from the bat, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty great. I had a blast with it. Sylvester Stallone as King Shark was an inspired casting choice. Apparently, they went through a lot of other voice actors yeah. and were like. Oh, it's just got to be Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> when they introduce him and he's got that book and it's upside down and yeah. he's like, King Shark, read. I, I lost it. I was dying. Like, there were so many moments in that movie I was laughing. I mean, there weren't a lot of people in the theater, but nobody else was laughing. I was like, man, fuck you guys. This is great. Yeah. I I have to say that the start to finish, it's, it's, it, it doesn't take itself very seriously. And the there's a scene where uh, have you seen Margot the animated Robbie... ones? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like it's real in tone with those, like uh, yeah, 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 salt on Arkham and shit. That's what it reminds me of. And um, like there's a uh, there's a scene where Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is chained up, just getting tortured, and she's kind of digging it. And uh, she you know she of course you know snaps the neck of the guy. You know she's dangling from a chain, and she does this like unbelievable like she you know lifts her body up like she basically like does a pull up after she's been hanging there for a day does a pull up snaps the guy's neck and then takes the a key out of his pocket and unlocks the chains above her head with her feet yep and apparently she did that shit with her foot like that wasn't a trick she did that yeah i i had read that and that is bananas yeah um but no, the whole thing is is it, like you said, start to finish, fun as shit. Everybody hates you. The, one of my favorites was they uh, infiltrate the camp and murder everybody, and then find out that they were all the good guys. Like they just straight up murdered all of the that has got to be the funniest shit. Because I, you know, and it's funny because when those guys, I remember thinking to myself when they find uh, Captain Falcon or Cat, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Nick or what, what's what's that guy's name? The the Hawk lead? Hawk Hawk yeah. They yeah. find him. Those you know he's escaping from the the other mission and they come out of the bushes and they're like hands up. I thought to myself, oh it's probably like the Freedom Fighters or some shit. But you forget about it and then yeah. you watch him just kill everybody. <laughs> that shit just, is amazing. Just mow through a camp full of people. He's like, just, what happened to my team? Uh, we didn't see anybody. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's really good. Like how how did you get here without my people notifying me? He's like, there, there's nobody out there. They they all left. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. 
Um, I will say Starro. Uh, now Starro is a extraterrestrial. I cannot say how whatever. I uh, fuck. I get. I'm on record now that I'm so happy I got to see Starro of all the goofy ass DC villains oh, yeah, in a yeah, fucking yeah. movie. That shit was great. Because it's yeah. so good. I loved it. So so Starro is in like a intergalactic, um, one of the most powerful uh, psychic beings. Uh, he literally looks like a giant starfish with an eye in the center. And he spits out little versions of himself that attach to people's heads, and then he takes them over. And the more people he can uh, take over, the bigger he gets because he feeds off their consciousness. Um, he was, in my opinion, very unsettling um, because he screamed out of he screamed out of his arms in a weird way, like his arms opened up so he could scream out of them. Uh, but then he would, uh, what I can only say is, open up his armpit and spit out his little versions. Very yeah, unsettling. That was weird. That was so weird. And, I, and it was like, oh, and you could hear people in the audience go, because I saw it in theaters. I didn't watch it at home. And everyone in the audience went, I saw it in theaters too. Oh, like there were yeah. multiple Aww. people at least going, oh, like, yeah, that was great. Fucking yeah. John Cena crushes it as the Patriot. That shit is hysterical. Ever, I mean, just, I just, that was one of those ones like out of left field. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. That was a solid I, movie. I thought I would like it because I liked the first one, even as formulaic as it was. Because I remember watching it and being like, you know, I loved um, El Diablo finally turned into his like, his like ancient, like, you know, ancient fire god form and like really fucking going at the, you know, the, the witch's dude, whatever his name yeah, was. I forget what it was, yeah. But, like, I remember so many people being like, oh, my God, that, that movie was so stupid. They, you know, that, like, they didn't do anything except go kill the bad guys. Like, what did you think it was going to be? That's, it was that's be not a... the problem with that movie. That problem with the movie is everything. <laughs> well, the problem is that he had, like, six directors, and Margot Robbie said that, like, from month to month, she had people telling her to do everything else differently. Like, yeah. She's like, if you watch that movie, I give six different performances. Yeah. That's why people are calling for the ire cut, which, you know, because the Snyder cut happened, and it might fucking happen. I, I doubt it. I doubt that. No, but well, I DC said yeah. DC said no. no well, DC I mean, sorry, said no, yeah, yeah, no, and that guy does like no, but nothing involved with that first movie has enough of the clout that that Snyder does. So that's but yeah. they they hey they they redeemed the shit out of it with the second. Oh well, that's yeah, that was that that's a hundred percent on James Gunn. That's why that was so good. Mm-hmm. That shit was so fun. King Shark is my. I, I I'm so happy I got. Not only have I gotten King Shark in the Flash TV show, I get King Shark in this movie, and it's both. Ah, oh, so good. The King, Shark. King Shark and the Flash was way bigger and yeah, way more way aggressive. Yeah, way Yeah, well, it depends. Then there's the one version where he's got the little goofy hat on that makes him smart again, so he's like a scientist oh. in a shark body. That show is like hot dog shit, but I keep watching it. Um, I, I'm trying to, like, it's on season seven, and I'm, I, I think yeah. we talked about this before. I'm, I'm catching up on season six because I missed it. And, yeah, that's hot horse shit. It's all garbage, time. yeah. No, it's, it's not good. But apparently, like, there was some negotiation, and the, the, the guy that, whoever the fucking guy that plays the Flash is, recently was like, all right, let's keep doing it. So they're just going to keep milking it. Because the Arrow was the other big main tent pole, and they don't have that anymore. No. I, I did appreciate when they did the first crossover. The arrow shot a bunch of a bunch of arrows into the flash, mm-hmm. and was like, "Ah, hey, you heal fast. Shut up." Yep. Quit being a little bitch about it. All right, Shay. How about we wrap this up? We uh, haven't done this in a while. It was fun. It's always fun. We enjoy it. Uh, we hope that we did enough spoilers to ruin a couple movies for Hopefully. everybody else. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen Suicide Squad, sorry. Uh, we'll fuck that all up for you. Yep. Um. 
you can you should be able to find this podcast wherever you find your podcast except for stitcher because i'm a lazy son of a bitch and haven't put it up there but i will this week at some point um if you guys uh, have the Twitter, you can hit us up at it's at Woodscast1776. Uh, Facebook's also at Woodscast1776. And if you have a question, comment, or something you want us to talk about or just want to tell us to fuck right off, uh, shoot us an email at thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com because fuck Alex Jones and all of his shit where everywhere he can't be. Um, he's come up with like three more URLs in last week. Really? It's, it's hilarious. Oh, it's, it's, it's like unfiltered news 24 it's so stupid he's so stupid um but what oh just just a fun little tat side tidbit shay uh in one of his emergency saturday broadcasts alex jones had a guy on that would not reveal his identity and just went by mr liberty Ooh, that's good that's 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 the level of clown shit they're doing now just a voice on a phone calls himself Mr. Liberty telling Alex Jones everything he wants to hear about the COVID vaccine. It's stupid. It's I'm just Mr. Liberty. Yeah, that's that. I mean, at this point, it's just performance art. Right. It's just par for the course. He's just trying to tread water until the Sandy Hook uh, uh, lawsuit takes him out. But anyway, we'll catch you all next time. Uh, hopefully, have some some of our uh, other funny guy, our other friends on. Uh, one of the things that we need to talk about, we haven't talked about, is we need to talk about all these Voting Rights Act bullshit around the country but i haven't had the time to sit down and like parse out which state's doing the worst job at it yeah, it's gonna be texas probably but, yeah it's gonna be texas but all right shay well i guess say goodbye to the nice people bye-bye nice people and remember what captain hydra says seize the means of production seize them seize them good Thank you.